You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Not So Newlywed Podcast. I'm sure you guys have missed us. We were gone for like a month, honestly. Um, but it was because November, end of, end of October, beginning of November is like a hectic month for us because that's Mike's birthday, that's our anniversary, I'm super busy at work, we went to Vegas to celebrate my mom's birthday, so we've been busy. But we are back and we have a... I consider it to be a pretty fun episode to lead us into the holidays. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, of course, if you are old enough, you have heard Not So Newlywed before because it used to be a really popular game show that came on TV. Um, And I still think people play it, you know, amongst friends and family um, at parties and special occasions. So today... For the first part of the show, we're going to play the Not So Newlywed game. We have a ton of questions, but we're only going to do this for like five or so minutes. But we will pick a question to ask and we will answer it as best as possible to see how well we know each other. And then we will go from there. So... I guess I will get started. <laughs> uh, let's see. This one is funny. How often does your spouse get their hair cut? Mike, once every six months. Because <laughs> he's lazy. Uh, it used to be a lot more than that, though. Yeah, but you just refused yeah, to yeah, go yeah. to the barbershop. Last year or so, it's been a little, uh, been a little rough. But wait, so okay, so you pick it. You, we we get to pick our own questions. I thought like you was gonna pick the question, and then I would answer that. We question. both supposed to answer. Oh, we both supposed to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that should be easy for you, cause. I mean, you have you don't cut your hair, bingo. and you haven't cut your hair, bingo. So, so you you don't go get your hair cut. Ever. Ta-da! There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so now you get to pick a question. Oh, I get to pick a question now. I was looking though, so uh, let me see here. That's too easy though. I don't want to do that one. Well, whenever you're ready. all right so how about this how about this uh what will your spouse say is the nicest thing you did for them this week hmm uh well this week really started so like you ain't did shit (laughs) this week just started though that's what i'm saying i need some i need some time it just started yesterday was a holiday why you ain't and, uh, ask a question that, <laughs> that I mean, common sense will say? Ask a question that we capable hey, listen, of listen, asking. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I got you. What's your spouse's favorite candy bar? Uh, 
Oh, yours is um, them ass Twix. Even though I do be eating Twix on the low. You're right. Yours is Twix. Okay. And I would say yours is Snickers. Yep. Alright. Who made the first move? That depends. On? Would you consider the first move? I, I, I guess I would say you in that instance. Then. I made the first move. Yeah, I guess I would say you. How did I make the first move? Well, I would say you... you, you I, I, it was more like an ultimatum, really. I would, I would assume... If that's what we're referring, if we're referring to the same thing, yeah. But that would that be considered a move? No, no, I, no, no. So, all right. So, what would you consider the first move to be in in our? I'm making this a lot more difficult than it has to be. Are <laughs> definitely making it complicated, which is part of the course for you. I would say if we, if we're talking about. Physically, you made the first move. Okay, yeah, I get if that. If we're talking about in terms of our relationship, I will agree. I didn't make a move. I told you that I was not about to play with you for months and months and months on end. And that if we didn't have, if we didn't feel the same way about our situation, then I was going to continue to date and do my thing. That's right, I feel like that's a move, though. Is that not, not a move? It's not a move. Okay. We fucked after move. we had. I gave you this ultimatum okay, after wait, we had wait, had wait, sex. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, where are we going with this? <laughs> wait, just letting you know. That, where is this conversation that going? Can't, that can't possibly be the first move because we had had sex already by the time I gave you that ultimatum. But that's what I was saying. The first move as to what? They just saying physical or just like as a relationship? Because we been friends and then we got to know each other so i don't really feel like there was like an exact move then the where there is an exact move would be in the physical and you made it okay i made the first move see how see? you see how everything we got talk, he is that's y'all friend <laughs> <laughs> okay go ahead all right, all right, all right. come on with the dead air. Nah. Um, how would your spouse describe your driving? You're not a. Uh, you're not a. I would say you describe my driving as safe for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like I don't drive too fast. Not too slow. I don't ride people. Yeah. Yeah. I pay attention for the most part. No, you're a good driver. So I would say that you say that I'm a a safe driver. Yeah, I would say that you're a safe driver. What would I say about your driving? You might say I can drive a little too fast here and there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You you can drive a little fast. You got a a lead foot, but not like a not like fast to the point where like I'm holding on to the. Yeah, I'm not race door, car fast. I'm like, like weird and swerving in and out of lanes. I'm like five, being, ten miles over the speed limit. Being ridiculous. So you are right. I would say you drive a little fast, but it's not like NASCAR fast yeah, yeah. or whatever. It's a New Yorker who learned how to drive fast. <laughs> um, 
Um, what is the worst gift your spouse has ever bought for you? That's easy. You never bought me a bad gift. Word. Uh, you never bought me a bad gift because when I say I want something, you pretty much take it as a cue and get it. So I can't say that like you ever jumped out there and got me a gift and I was like like what is this? Yeah, I I I think the only I think really the only two gifts that we didn't really maybe discuss was like some jewelry like when we had first started dating. Oh yeah, you did. You got me those Mickey Moto pearls for my birthday. And, and how a watch. You, yeah, and you got me a watch for like Valentine's Day. I think. Yeah. It was a, it's like um it's Those silly. are the only those are the only two gifts I can say that I got you without really much collaboration. Yeah. I would say that's about right. And even still, how can somebody go wrong with good jewelry? You can't. So <laughs> <laughs> you really can't go wrong there. Um It's on me, right? So yeah. let's uh let me stop playing around here. Uh, how many cousins does your spouse have? Nigga. We have no clue. Nigga. Go ahead. Take a guess. No. I'm going to have to count anyway. No. Because take a guess. No, I thought I'm that not, would be funny. No. no. I'm not taking a guess because you got like 80,000 aunts and uncles. <laughs> Thus, you have like hundreds of cousins. So, let me see. Yo, dad. So yo, Let's just go first cousins for that. Because like. I mean, I don't it would know. be endless. You got mad first cousins. You like, your dad is one of 12. Your mom is one of four. So, let's see. Okay, okay, okay. Let me... Okay. <laughs> she, let okay. me... She mentally let preparing me do herself. your mom's side Okay, first. let's do the mom's okay, side. Okay, so... You have two... I'm just going to take a guess. You have I'm two like, first cousins with your aunt... So then, and you have two two first cousins with your uncle, but it's more because of your cousins through marriage. But if we just count biologically, so you got four first cousins on your mom's side, side. Mm -hmm. on your dad's side, nigga, please, (laughs) (laughs) nigga, please. It's a lot. Okay. So I want to say like 20. Like 20. Okay. 20 first cousins. Let's see. And I'm just, uh, just so y'all are aware of what's going on here, I'm kind of just going through them in my head. Because it's that many of them. He can't, he don't even know that number for real. This is a, this, he about to give y'all a guesstimate. This is just first cousins. He's counting on his fingers and shit, wiggling his toes. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you how many of them it is. And hmm. twenty three. So you close? So very close. See, now I know he can't tell you how many first cousins I have because no, I have no clue. Because but I but I'm just, gonna guess. Okay, come on and take a guess. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna say. say like 16 it ain't nowhere near that okay (laughs) so here we go my mom has three siblings and so i have 
two first cousins between my two uncles because each of my uncles have a, a kid. Mm -hmm. So that's two. My mom has a sister who has three kids. So five. <laughs> yes. Five first cousins? That's it. Okay. Okay. Learn that's something it. new. Learn something new. That's kind of one. That's kind of why I wanted to do that one, though. Yeah. Um. Let's see. How many boyfriends, girlfriends did your spouse have before you? So okay. According to people that know Mike, he rarely would bring women around. So let's see. One, two. I know of two, three. Three. I want to say like four. I want to say like four. That uh, so boyfriend girlfriends that I did what wait before me before you yeah like that we're counting four. yeah four uh that's actually a pretty good guess that's a, that's that's a pretty good guess I I I could I could go with four. I could go with four. Yeah, I could go with four. The the only reason I say that is because I'm personally I wouldn't count that one as one, but yeah, we could we could count that one as four. Okay. Um you? Hmm. Three? Four. Four? Four. Okay. Four. Yeah. They all count, and I don't really have, I don't have any bad blood with uh, either, uh, any of the four. It's just, you know, life didn't end because we broke up. So, four. So, this is going to be the last question. question. I'm going to allow you to ask it, Mike, before we move on and discuss some other things, some other cool things. And let's see what happens. So make make your last shot your best shot. Where did you share your first kiss? It was it was so it was October first. 2015 in a courtyard in North Myrtle Beach bef right before yeah right before we had sex for the first time um, because I thought we, you was gonna say right before we went to the movies no it, <laughs> it, <laughs> it was well, just it was, the same but, difference yeah yeah, yeah. That was our first. That was our first kiss, but that's easy to remember because that's like a very big moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. a very big moment. So, as you can see, you learned some new stuff about us, and we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and discuss um, some of the best moments in our marriage, some of the tougher moments in our marriage, and some of the moments that we're looking forward to, and then we have like a fun little cheeky sex related topic to carry us out as we have some fun for the holidays thank you for supporting the flawless noises media network 
You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com slash store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash Flawless Noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, co-workers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. And welcome back. So, like I said, Mike and I have just reached year three in our marriage. We've been together since 2015. So, and we've been friends since 2013. Mm -hmm. Yes, because we became cool Memorial Day weekend of 2013. Um, Then we met in June of 2015 after talking for like months and months every day on the phone, FaceTime and texting. And so we're at year three of marriage. And so what would you say have been some of the better moments in the marriage? Uh, so uh, a first thing I can really think of is just like being together. So like just the move. So like the big move to Denver uh, is one, I believe, one of the best moments in our marriage. Mm hmm. And just kind of getting acclimated. We was engaged and, in, but yeah. still in our relationship, we could we, we can encompass our relationship, relationship and not just our marriage. marriage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what would what would you say? I mean, that's what stands out to me the most. Um, I would say the one. I of mean, the, besides like the obvious stuff, like yeah. the actual marriage, like. The wedding day and well, yeah, um, I, I would I, yeah I would say being under one roof together because we were long distance, we weren't long distance for a year. Like we let's see, we became official in October, and then by June July that following year, um, we had m- moved to Denver. Yeah, so. Yeah, that definitely is high up on the list because um, long-distance relationships are cool and I don't take anything from them if you, you know, want to put the work in. But they can get cumbersome and eventually both parties need to figure out what's the end game because just being long-distance for years at a time doesn't work for the average person. There are some people who love not being in the same space or same place as their partner and long distance is cool with them, but for the average person, you after a year of long distance, it's kind of like okay, so what's next? Yeah, like what are we about to do now? What are we about? Essentially, yeah, yeah basically. Um, and so, yeah, I would say being in the same household, you know, paying bills together, you know, all of that kind of stuff made it uh, not made it real, but it just solidified that we were both kind of in it for the long run you can never really tell with stuff like that yes yeah, yeah i mean life lives but there's that i would say in terms of one of the 
more tumultuous times in our relationship would have to have been like after London, dealing with the postpartum. That really took a, a huge toll on us both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, trying to make sure I was okay, London was okay, our marriage was okay. That can like make or break a relationship. Mental health issues can make or break a relationship. Certainly. So, you know, being able to overcome that and come out on top versus come out on the I can't do this anymore side of things. Um, that was, you know, it was triumphant, but that was definitely a rough, a rough spot for us to be in. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, around that time, too, I was like I was switching jobs. Uh, so that there was like added stress there as well. Yeah. So that that is uh, that I was going to say my job switch until, you know, I started working at the, you know, where I work now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to moving forward in in our relationship? Uh, so I'm looking forward to us um, buying our own home. Yeah. Essentially, that's kind of like our, our next uh, like our a- next steps here. So that's that's one of the higher moments on my list uh, that we have like a house that we can call our a own. A brand new house. Too. Yeah. Not a yeah. not a fixer upper. No, no. You know what I'm saying I, nothing from a fixer upper, but I just don't have the time or the energy to want to be bothered with that. So yeah, I would say um, getting ready to prepare to buy a brand new home is a a big our next big goal um and you know having rental property and i think the real estate bubble is gonna pop and so you know making investments like of that nature or whatever it may be that's the next big thing um we've hit like some big milestones professionally that have brought a ton more money into the into our household so that's nice and so now i just want to carry that momentum forward and solidify you know not not wealth but you know uh comfort living yeah just more doing things to solidify the level of comfort that we live in and keep it that way you know for the foreseeable future for london as she gets older. yeah that's the main thing i just don't want us to want for anything whatever we want need i just want us to be able to have that and i think um that we've set up a a life here where we can definitely accomplish that yeah so yeah so um now so you see what we think our best moments are our not so great moments the moments that we're looking forward to and so yesterday (laughs) i was on twitter and i saw this clip of the baby talking to a self-proclaimed fan she wasn't a real fan i'm gonna tell you that because she couldn't she couldn't <laughs> do the lyrics not even a hook to nan song the baby offered her some money to do the lyrics to one of his songs and she was like being shy and timid about it and like he was like basically talking her through it like i mean yeah come on go ahead look come on come on go do it for me come on let me hear it. Come mm-hmm. on, come on. Go ahead. And so one of um her name is I'm the reason on Twitter, but she basically was like um 
the baby let us know that he could talk a woman uh, to a to an orgasm. By the way, he was trying to basically get the fan to rap the lyrics to his song and all this other kind of stuff. And it was funny to me because that's like a thing. Like, I, if you everybody has sex differently, but some people are like their audio so talking and so is there like is there such thing as talking somebody to a nut i say absolutely like just knowing the right things to say in the moment just you know saying things to keep the momentum going keep the person engaged in the moment um i think you absolutely can help talk a person to a nut especially if that person's style of Having sex includes, you know... Being verbal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, quiet, I'm a person... I do not like quiet sex. It kind of freaks me <laughs> out. So people like being dead silent during sex. Like, no, I can't go for that. Like, I, I got to hear some noise. I got to know you enjoying it. Like, just hearing somebody breathing hard don't really... is not really... Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Do have you has a woman ever talked you to a nut like she be so filthy you be like bitch you nasty go ahead keep talking you want me to out you on the podcast whoa. or whoa well yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, well yeah I, uh, in that case then I, I I will go ahead and out you um I mean you uh definitely are uh verbal. And uh, has now have you been with somebody that's quiet during like sex? completely quiet? No, I've never been with anybody that was like okay. Pat yourself on the back completely then. Completely quiet. Y'all be busting <laughs> that ass. They can't be quiet. No, no, no. I'm just saying I've never been with anyone that was just like and that. I would I wouldn't even want to like continue at that point. Like I would be like, okay, this is not. This is weird. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. because yeah because most men don't like to to give props to women for their dirty talk during sex but i mean i i pride myself on having a filthy mouth in the moment oh like i i do like i'd be saying some wicked shit not wicked but like it be yeah it don't be like it don't be like it don't be like wow like that but it be (laughs) It'd be, It'd be like appropriate I definitely for the moment. I definitely can get in my bag and get you in your bag, you know. Yeah, yeah. In that yeah, moment, you yeah. know. You know, I ain't And I say. don't talk much, so it helps that like yeah. you're able to, you know, pull me back in at, at times where I am a little maybe not too, as verbal too. as as I'm you know. Yeah, you so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cracking up, man. <laughs> Nah, I'm trying to say person. it without being crazy. Say it. I mean, okay, so we're adults and we could be. <laughs> no, 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 definitely, definitely. London, but London just... is taking a nap, so you know we we got some adult time to record this. Um, Mike is a focuser, like during sex, like he just strictly focused on like making sure you get there, making sure what you need for him to do, he's doing, and sometimes he just kind of like just be in the zone and then i'll be like you know hey what's up we (laughs) right right, saying saying filthy shit and then he start getting super filthy back and then you know it just be like that when i be and i wait what 
What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you get that off. Yeah, like, I think it's, and for me, um, like I said, the way that everybody has sex is different if you are a person who's not nonverbal. And nonverbal doesn't mean, nonverbal means just not talking. It doesn't mean quiet. Right. Let me say that. Somebody who's not talking doesn't mean they're quiet during sex. You no, know, they no. smacking ass, moaning, grunting, you know. That whatever you into. Whatever you into. But I'm a verbal person during sex. I always have, like, dirty talk. I'm a person who has, you know, we had our fair share of phone sex when we was long distance and stuff like you that. You just going to tell everybody everything. We, I feel we, you. We, let's we, go. Let's go grown, through it. Transparent. Let's go. Let's go through be, it. You got to be... If you ain't nasty, why the fuck you came then? Like, that's just kind of... Where we at with it? Yeah. So... So we've always like kind of that's been you know our our thing specifically my thing is to be verbal talking you know I love moaning I love grunting and stuff like that so I absolutely believe you can help talk a person to an orgasm on top of what you're doing yeah um, definitely physically. I agree with that and if you aren't somebody who can't talk a person to an orgasm. I, you could never be for me period like i we would never be together if you don't engage when i'm engaging you sexually mm-hmm. i'd be like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey now i wish we was recording this because your face just now because that's how i be <laughs> like it's how i be I've, I've had in in the past instances where a guy was just not willing to be give me any any verbal engagement at all and, and like I just kind of checked out at the moment yeah. and the sex got really bad and not fun for either of us because I like the verbal engagement during sex so if you can't give me that I don't know what to tell you because it's it's one thing like 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 Mike said he's not a super verbal person but once you get verbal with him he gets verbal back if you are getting verb like trying to verbally engage somebody and they're refusing to engage back, then you just kind of yeah. No, nah, you got to keep that same energy. Otherwise, it it could like you mess up the whole moment. Yeah, so, you definitely yeah. can. Definitely can. Like on the next episode, I'm gonna teach y'all how to have phone sex. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, if if you are a man that is good at talking a woman to an orgasm, you deserve your roses today because y'all are a rare breed. A lot of men are just not good at sex. They're not good at foreplay. They're not good at engaging in the moment. They are strictly focused on trying to get their nut. It don't matter if, how, when you get yours as long as they got theirs. So if you are a man who pays attention to detail... You uh you get you a hundred and ten percent type of person. This episode is for you. You yeah, deserve. I, I don't think there's. I mean, there's really no reason in having sex if you're not out to try to please the other person. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be me. What a healthy sexual relationship is is that there is some pleasing on both sides. So. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. Yeah, and so. Before we get out of here, we want to make sure that we tell you guys to grab your tickets to the live show. Mike and I will be there. London will be at the live show. 
Um, so the family will be there February 29th, Atlanta, Georgia. Rehearse live is the location. Tickets are $25 with the fees and taxes. They come to like $29.95. Um, we're going to do a meet and greet the Friday before the show. So, you know, stay on the lookout for that. But just be sure to get your tickets. Don't let time slip away from you. Um, you know, we're not doing Carnegie Hall, so it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's limited tickets available and you don't want to be caught slipping and, uh, continue to listen. We thank you for the support. Uh, make sure you sign up for the Patreon for good content from Mike and I with the portal, Bree with the black stories of birth stories of black mamas, bring it back with Jeremy and, um, Bianca, the weekly wind down with Curtis and myself. So there's something for everybody. And Gary will be premiering Patreon content this month as well from the Mystic Moments podcast. So do something. Yeah, Buy a ticket. Yeah. Subscribe to the Patreon. Get a shirt. Keep I listening. Gonna, I was just about to say we still got a good bit of merchandise. Got merch. So, yeah, so. You know, and if you can't do any of that, just always know that a share and a retweet helps on social media. Your continued support, cheering us on. We absolutely appreciate it. And we will see you guys back in two weeks. We'll, we'll see. When this episode comes out, it'll be Thanksgiving. So we might see you after Thanksgiving. I'm not sure yet, but I think we're going to go ahead and record an episode and it may be released prior to thanksgiving or whatever the case may be so we will see you guys back in two weeks thank you for listening in and this has been a flawless noises media production